0: PSV, currently uh, second in the league, have uh, just five matches remaining against Feyenoord, as well as four other uh, bottom half sides in Cambuur, Willem, uh, Enisid Breda, and PC um, as well as the cup final against Ajax on April 17th. And, of course, they will host Leicester City on Thursday after drawing the first leg of their quarterfinals, 0-0. Uh, we'll see what happens with those competitions. But uh, to be alive in, in three competitions in April, I think generally it has to be considered a good season. Uh, I'm curious, what, what have you made of this season? What are some things that PSV has improved on uh, under Schmidt? What are, for you, the biggest frustrations with this team?
1: Uh, yeah, To be honest, personally, I have no frustrations. I'm only a reporter, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the top matches is the biggest problem. So he was not able to to win a lot of top matches. Um, he only won against Asset in an away game and he won, um, yeah, we call that the Johan Kruijskaal. Um it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a match between the cup winner or the number two and the number one. That's in August. Um, he won against Ajax then, 0-4. That was a good match. But it was also so then, yeah, Ajax was only two weeks in preparation and PSV was already playing in the Champions League. Uh, um, yeah. So they, they were playing in the, in the third round of the qualifying tournament and also they played the second round of the qualifying tournament. So they were in a good shape then. And Ajax was also uh, was only preparing uh, their season. So yeah. I think that was not a real, uh, it was not a game... Where you can say that there was there was equal it was equality because yeah it's also not a real uh, important game it's only yeah uh, it's not an it's not an important cup the most important thing is of course is the is the um, yeah it's, it's, it's the title in the Netherlands the championship you have to be number one in the league and yeah Ajax is is the favorite they have the, uh, the uh, he also said uh, they have the they have most money they have the biggest budget. He complained sometimes about that, which I think was not. Um, ah, it was not good of him to complain a lot about that because, yeah, then you have to be inventive. PSV has always been inventive when there was some. Yeah, were, there was there was less money than um, than at Ajax. Yeah, I think what I said. The, the, the top matches, I think, that is the biggest frustrations of the of the supporters here that that he didn't win a lot of top matches. And yeah, of course, PSV is a team who can finish second. Uh, although the ambition is to be first yeah and of course to to reach the cup final that was not the biggest uh, thing i think although yeah what you see is that the Pays, uh, for the first time in uh, in 9 years they are in the cup final they are not the, they had not the biggest uh, the biggest opponent their schedule was not so difficult this season although they won a, a good match against Gord eagles but they also played against some teams in the second league and what you saw last year was that they slipped away against those teams in the second league, so they lost sometimes from like uh, Roda JC or NAC Breda, uh, who are now playing in the yeah Keuken Kampioen the second league of the of the Netherlands. So okay, it, it's good that he reached the final, uh, but he has to win uh, a top match uh, to to be remembered as a real good trainer. And also the game against Leicester City this week is very important. So. The PSV is a club who always plays in Europe and yeah, when you reach the quarterfinals of the Europa Conference League, uh, when you have the ambition to play Champions League, he lost against Mefika, he did not qualify in the Europa League for, um, for the second round, uh, he's now in the, in the Europa Conference League where he won against Maccabi Tel Aviv and um, yeah, Copenhagen. I think those are not the biggest teams. I think you can expect from PSG that they win those games. And yeah, now he has to improve against Leicester City. I think that's a, that's a good opponent. Uh, they have a lot of money. Also, they are a Premier League team. When he wins this game, I think that's a good... And, and, and yeah, that's a real top match. When he wins that, yeah, then he, of course, he will be remembered as, as a good trainer when he, when he wins a prize, when he maybe reaches the final of the Conference League. Yeah, that is something that you uh yeah, then then you are building like a memory, but for now he did not build any memory, I think, but yeah, he can reach that in the next weeks still a lot is possible, so yeah, we will see how the how the season continues uh yeah it's still uh, a lot is still open
0: absolutely uh, I'm curious uh how have you evaluated PSV's phase pressing game because when he when roger Schmidt arrived. Uh, at PSV Eindhoven, I think that was one thing that he was really famed for. You know, his high pressing. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that setup at PSV.
1: Yeah, of course. Eh? PSV wanted to to do something new. Uh, they called it chapter Schmidt. Eh? So it was active playing, uh, high pressure, indeed. So yeah, it it was uh, different than than before. Yeah, they were they were successful with Philip Cocu. Five years, he was the trainer eh? between. 2013 and 2018. Um, I think he played, as they say, realistic football. Um, yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah, he, uh, he put in a defender when they were 1 0 and they, they had a 1 0 or 2 0. Um, yeah, then he put in a defender to, to defend uh, the win. Yeah, Smith is doing things different. Uh, what I said also, um, yeah, his policy with changing. Yeah, that is something also that, that in the Netherlands, it was a real discussion that he sometimes uh, kept his best players on the bench. Uh, I remember last season when PSV played sometimes against uh, good opponents. Uh, and then yeah, Denzel Dumfries, who's now playing for Inter, uh, Inter Milan. And uh, Daniel Mahlen, who's now playing for Borussia Dortmund, that he kept them on the bench. So that was also something, uh, <laughs> something special um yeah about his, his way of playing what i said uh he changed a lot. I did not see a uh, long time a uh, real schmidt profile or how do you call it because yeah um yeah in, in ball possession the team did not improve this season i think it is it is getting better, so he's now all, always playing normally with a four four two uh three one I think Mario Götze is, is a crucial player for PSV when he plays in the center of the, of the pitch. Yeah, then he's on his best. And last season when you had a 4-2-2-2, um, yeah, Götze was more, <laughs> more on the wing sometimes. Uh, I think he didn't really like that. I think Götze uh, has the most value in, in the middle of the pitch. Um, so I think that, that changed. Although I still think that Götze can also uh, score more goals, I think he has to be more decisive sometimes. It's a little bit, yeah. How do you say that? Uh, free, free football. Yeah, he has to. He has to be more decisive sometimes. Still, although he had he had his good moments, he had decisive moments, but it can be more. Uh, I think Cody Gakpo is a, is a uh, type of player that was more decisive. Yeah, he comes from from the left side. To, to the center then he his shots are always normally always good and uh, he made a lot of goals yeah, goodse could have made more I think yeah his way of playing what I said now it is more uh, that you see the autograph of the trainer in the in the team now I think I think it has, has last it, it has yeah it, it took some time and last year also was of course it was his, his first season was difficult also because of corona. There were a lot of changes, uh, and there was no crowd. Um, yeah, I think it was also a very difficult season for his first season, 2021. This was not easy, but yeah, uh, they were 16 points behind Ajax, and that was that was far too much. But so this year it seems that they are yeah, that they are going to end also around uh, uh, five or six points, maybe or seven. So it improved. Um, yeah, it was not enough to to yeah, to beat Ajax still. Uh, although, yeah, they have they still have to win their games. Ajax. So we have to see, but normally they will get the title.
0: It doesn't seem likely that PSV are going to end up winning the title, but still potential for a double, uh, both with the Europa conferences, Dutch Cup, and so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I feel like there are going to be quite a lot of areas that Benfica are going to. Need to reinforce in their squad this summer just by you know having our discussion. It does seem like there are a lot of ser- serious aspects of the squad that need to be fixed. I don't. I personally do not see them getting a central defender in in the summer window um, because you have the likes of Nicolas Otamendi, Jan Vertonghen, uh, Morato, as well as Jan, as well as Lucas Verissimo, who. Uh, is, is still recovering from his injury. But how important has the central defensive partnership at Benfica been at, you know, whether it's maintaining a high line or, uh, or providing security for the back line? Talk to me a little bit about uh, the central defensive profile that, that Schmidt likes because, uh, yes, there are a lot of options in central defense for Benfica, but at the same time i also don't think that it's set in stone that you know this this de- defense pairing is going to be Verissimo and otamendi or bertongen and otamendi or even morato and bertongen i think there are quite a lot of options uh, that schmidt can go with
1: yeah here he likes uh, olivier boscagli most that's a player uh, on the left side of the of the defense uh, of the central defense um yeah he's really good uh, with the ball so yeah the 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 central defenders also play a uh yeah they play a big role in the active game that he wants to play um i think that uh yeah olivier Boscagli is a is a good example for someone who uh, who he, re- he really likes he's not the um, he's not a defender who yeah who's really physical the most strongest he's he's not yeah uh, sometimes he, he loses sight. Uh, sometimes he, he goes to the situation. He loses. He loses his opponent. Um, yeah, I think for Smeet it is really important that that uh, central defender can play an active role in ball possession. I think that is uh, that is what you can say about this. Of course, the main task always is to defend, to prevent. Uh, uh, to, not, not concede uh, goals, but what you see is that yeah, he really wants uh, players who are good with the ball. So uh, I think Olivier Boscardi is a perfect example of that. Um, yeah, you have to be on a good level defending-wise, but it's also very important to play an active role uh, in the build-up. Yeah, and sometimes even to to yeah to give an assist. Uh, that is also possible for uh, for Boscardi. He wants. Uh, I think he, he sometimes did that. Um, but yeah, it it, it, is, yeah, it is for him very important to be good with the ball, for sure.
0: In contrast, there's a lot more uncertainty with regards to the fullback positions. I think with regards to the right-back position, Gilberto has been uh, the, the best option out of a not-so-good bunch. And I'm not convinced that... I'm not 100% sure that Gilberto... Will be the starter next season, but I do think that he is the best option right now uh, compared yeah. to Andre Almeida, uh, Valentino Lazaro, who is on loan from Inter Milan, uh, and 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 so on. You've also got an, at left back uh, Alex Grimaldo, who could very well be set for a summer departure. We'll see what happens with that. Overall, I think we'll and we will see some activity uh, in the fullback positions and. I wonder. Do you think there's potential for uh, Benfica to snatch a fullback from PSV, whether it's Mato Jr., Philip Max, or another player?
1: Yeah, we have to see. So that is really early to say. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we discussed a lot about the players already. Um, yeah, what I said. I think Mario Gussi is 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 a good example of, for of a player who can maybe join uh, another team in the summer. I think the fullbacks, uh, of course, Mauro Jr. is, is a player who, uh, who he likes. Um, but he's also a player that is committed to PSV. Um, I think Philip Max is also a player that he likes. Yeah, he will for sure cost money uh, because PSV bought him for around 8 million euros. So, yeah, that is difficult to say. I don't know what his wishes uh, are at the moment. I don't know uh, if he discusses that already. Uh, with Benfica on detail because he now wants to focus on PSV, so I can imagine these are discussion uh, things that are uh, coming for later. So I don't know. I cannot. I cannot really comment on that. Um, yeah, except that I can. I can only uh, expect that Mario Götze could come in the picture for uh, for Benfica.
0: One of the biggest frustrations amongst Benfica fans over the past few years has been. The fact that their managers uh, do not give young players uh, as much of a chance as they feel they should have, they should be given. You know, since we saw Benfica win the league title in 2019 with a core of young players such as Joao Felix, Ruben Diaz, Ferro, uh, Florentino Luis, we really haven't seen too many more players. Uh, from the Seychelles Academy, get chances in the first team. I'm curious, Riek, what has Schmidt's of relationship with the academy been? Does Is he the kind of coach that will give these young talents chances to shine?
1: Ah, that's very... yeah. I can say he gave some players chances, so some players improved really under him. Cody Gakpo was already... Um, yeah, further than being a talent. So, Cody Gakpo improved. Uh, I think he's now ready to make a big step. Uh, maybe to the Premier League. He's also uh, yeah in, in the spotlights of Arsenal. Um, yeah, I think there are other players that, that improved. I think he gave a good chance to Jordan Teese. That's a central defender also. But now, yeah, André Amalio uh, is in the team. But I think Jordan Teese improved really under him. I think Jobe's uh got a lot of chances that's also a striker from uh from the youth academy. Yeah, a lot of a lot of players uh, became chances but he is also a, a coach who thinks yeah, he he's he has a group. I think Roger Schmid is, a, is has been a good group builder at PSV. So it's not uh yeah, it's not not a uh, not um yeah. You cannot say that when a, when a youth player is performing well, that he, he can make a breakthrough very soon. Because, yeah, what you see in, in PSV is like Cody Gakpo, when he is not playing, then Bruma comes in, the, the former Portuguese international. And when he is injured, another a player of the first squad comes in. And then when, uh, when there is a talent in, in the youth academy, then he comes in. So it's not like he is always giving a lot of chances to young players. I cannot, uh, I cannot promise that, to, uh, to be honest. But yeah, for, the, for the, the players who make really impact, who have impact in the game, yeah, he, he, gives, he gives chances of course. He goes for quality, he wants to win prizes. And yeah, he, he's, he is a coach who normally uh, brings in the best players. Uh, but he is really careful with his players. Sometimes he keeps his players on the bench, what we do not always understand. He doesn't uh, take a lot of risks. Uh, sometimes the player is almost injured. You know that. Huh? Sometimes you have, uh, you have slight uh, slight pain or you are yeah, maybe a little bit, uh, yeah, maybe something hurts. Then he's really careful. So he doesn't take a lot of risks. But for the youth academy, yeah, it's not always easy uh, I think.
0: My favorite player on this base base side is Ibrahim Sangare, a player I've been following since his time in Ligue 1 and for me a very talented player in midfield. Talk to me a little bit about Sangare because I feel like he is a player that Benfica would just love to get his get their hands on. I feel like he he, he is probably going to be out of their price range, but
1: Yeah, they will have to they will have to pay a lot of money then <laughs> because he's uh... I think you can range him in, yeah, 20, 25 million euros already. Ibrahim Sangare is, is, is the top player at uh, PSV, and a very good player in the Eredivisie. I think in the game against the ball, he is really impressive. He is one of the players who gets so many balls. Uh, he's always disturbing. Yeah, he neutralizes so many dangers of the opponent. That is, that is sometimes incredible. I think his game with the with the ball can still improve. This season he made a good step, I think. Uh, although in, in some matches it was still not good enough. But he made a, he made a good step in some uh, some matches. After the Africa Cup, uh, he seemed a little bit tired. So he had a slight um, yeah, he had a slight fallback. But now he's he's getting back on his good level so yeah he's he's a, he's a very he's one of the best players of, of uh, yeah, he's one of the best players of our league, so he will yeah for sure he will not go away for less than pays for wants at least twenty five yeah maybe a little bit less, but he will be in the range between twenty twenty five million euros i don't I don't know if Benfica can afford that
0: I am not the owner of a Premier League club, but if oh. I was, I would be paying that twenty five million this instant. Sangare he's a real,
1: real good player, and he's strong, he, he, yeah. he doesn't have a lot of injuries, this guy is really, uh, yeah, this is, I think, uh, also, um, yeah, it's a typical uh, example of how good scouting work, yeah, can lead to, to a real success, he's, uh, yeah, he's someone who was uh, on the spotlights of PSV also a very long time, And yeah, this was a, this was a player that has, yeah, that has really, really improved on the street.
0: Yeah. I was saying at the time, I just could not believe that PSV snapped him up uh, before another club. I mean, uh, this is a player who I think can be playing in a Champions League side. He is phenomenal. We'll see what happens. But going back a little bit to the midfield, because, uh, that is an area where I think every Ben Fikista has their fair share of concerns. You know, you, we've seen this season Julian Weigel uh, often pe- partnered by either uh, Joao Mario. It was Joao Mario under Jorge Jesus at the start of the season. Then George Jesus got fired. Nelson Verissimo took over in a caretaker manager, often preferring uh, Adel Tarabt and Playing Mete as well, but uh, I, I think that a lot of Benfica fans, it, it seems like Weigel will continue in the team and most likely continue in the starting XI, but there are a lot of doubts with regards to, you know what who, who's going to be the other player in, in the double, fit, double pivot, and what exactly does Roger demand from his midfield? Uh, he,
1: he changes sometimes, eh? so um, what you see now. What I told you is that Sangare and Gutierrez are his, uh, yeah, his 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 defending midfielders. I think he will not change that anymore this season because this, um, yeah, these two players. I think since October they made real impact. They changed, uh, they changed PSV a lot. I think they they conceded less goals. Um, and that is, yeah, that, that is that is because their way of playing. Eric Gutierrez brings balance in the team. Uh, Ibrahim Sangare is a real good, uh, yeah, defending midfielder who, what I said, who neutralizes a lot. He's always he has incredible legs. Uh, <laughs> sometimes he gets a ball that you cannot, you don't expect him to get it, but he gets it. I don't know how he always does it, but. He's so strong, this guy. Sometimes it's, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, and now he plays with Mario Gutz as a number 10. I think that will not uh, change anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Going to the fullback areas, I know you mentioned it, that you have the likes of Maro Jr. and uh, Philip Max, some very intriguing players in that position. Talk to me a little bit about the roles of the fullbacks in the team. Uh, how important are they? of
1: course they are they are attacking players he likes uh, he likes players who can uh, run up and and have a good cross uh for example max is a good example of that he is really uh, good in the attacking but yeah sometimes they they have to improve in defending maro jr is a player who's one of the biggest surprises this year i think in the whole Eredivisie, division he can play as a le- uh, left defender left uh, left fullback right fullback uh, he improved his defending skills. Um, I think that was a problem uh, last year of PSV, that they, they were sometimes out of organization, that they had no rest defense. Uh, I think that improved a lot this year. Uh, but still, Max, on the side of Max, the left side, there uh, are still some problems. Yeah, that is also one, one thing that is, that is in, in the game of Smith, one of the attention points. Yeah. Sometimes uh, they get they get they concede goals because one of the one of the fullbacks is away is attacking and then everything is open behind there are a lot of spaces yeah that is something that is returning uh, a lot of times
0: I wanted to ask you about another player uh Brum born in Guinea Bissau but moved to Portugal at a young age uh has played for Portugal's youth teams as well as their senior team has bounced around from Portugal to Turkey to Spain to Germany to Greece, and uh, after a loan at Olympiakos, is now at PSV Eindhoven. What have you made of Bruma this season?
1: Uh, Bruma, yeah, he improved this season. So last season was uh, was a disappointment. Um, I, to be honest, last season he played for Olympiakos. He did not. Uh, he not did not disappoint them. He disappointed in nineteen twenty. So he was on loan at um, Olympia Cross. I think it was okay there. What he did it was not top, but it, it was uh, average. He became champion with Olympia Cross. Um They played the cup final, uh, which I don't know if they won them. No, I don't think they won them. And They played the cup final and they they became champion. Uh, this year he had a good role as a substitute, so he was not in a, he was not a starter normally. Some some games he started and he performed really well. I think he's a good, uh, good member of the team, Bruma, A uh, very kind person, a uh, very sympathetic person. Um, he fits well on the team. Um, yeah, I can only say good words about him. Uh, although he, he was a very expensive uh, transfer for PSV and he disappointed because, yeah, when you buy a player for 12 million euros here in Holland, you expect a lot. He could not fulfill these, uh, these expectations. Um I think he's a very good person. I think he yeah, what I said, he fits well in the team. Uh, now he has a different role. He fills in and he fills in fills it in good. Um, and when he's yeah, when he's in when he's in the team, he still brings danger, he brings deep runs. Um, yeah, he's still he's still dangerous, although yeah, he made his goal, he made six goals in the league this year, which is okay but yeah they expected a lot more of him of course so yeah he's not a starter but to be honest i'm going to write uh an article about him this week i'm going to start with it now because we are uh, we are now uh, our deadline is ne- uh, nearing so i have to i have to write now uh, in 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 a few minutes absolutely going to write my my article about him
0: don't want to take up too much of your time rick and i appreciate you for having me, but but just one last question before I let you go. Yes. Uh, I know you watched PSV take on Ajax in the Champions League qualifiers. You may have also watched uh, Benfica take on Ajax as well of course. recently. Um, do you have any major doubts on how this move, how Schmidt will adapt to a team like Benfica?
1: Yeah, they have to have patience, so yeah, they have to get used to his way of playing, uh, active style, what we started with. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I think it's not easy because the the Portuguese way of playing is normally very different. It will be a real new project. Uh, Yeah, he will bring in some new people. Um, He works with an assistant coach. yeah, who is like, yeah, who's also a little, a little bit team manager, um, and who can, yeah, uh, who can also talk sometimes with the press. So he has a, um, yeah, a person he trusts that is trust that is Jürgen Wolf. He's a former uh, press manager of HSV Hamburg. Uh, for sure, he will bring him in. Uh, I think he will bring in a physical trainer. Uh, work with the German national team Benjamin Kugel yeah and for sure he will bring in another assistant I think uh, I think he will come with three three more people
0: Rick it was an absolute pleasure to have you on hopefully not the last time on Uh any last things you want to mention before we end this
1: no Zach it was a big honor to be in your show and uh, yeah I wish you good luck with uh, with your next podcast and when you need anything, or when you want to talk about Smith, or when you talk about FaceWay, maybe at the end of the season we can uh, we can judge a little bit better uh, how the project of Smith has has worked out.
0: Absolutely, I'm sure we will. Thank you so much, my friend. I hope to speak to you soon, Rick. Top top level.
1: See you from Zach.